Hello, my name is Emmeline Choi and I am a skincare specialist. I'm always on the hunt for new ways to get my body, mind and of course my skin healthy. So why not join me as I talk about new ways to stay healthy in our mind, body and spirit. This will also hopefully lead to some great looking skin. It can be very tempting to think that face masks are more of a ladies thing. However, with it being Father's Day next week, it's a great opportunity to treat your dad to a really, really great face mask. My exfoliating face mask has been a really popular product with so many of my male clients, as well as the ladies. Why not treat your dad this Father's Day to a lovely jar of exfoliating face masks to help brighten and hydrate his skin? So visit the website www.choy.life forward slash shop and treat your dad today. Well, hello everybody. Um, welcome to this week's podcast. It is a little bit of a different podcast to normal. There's usually somebody sat opposite me and I'm having a really good chin wag with them. But actually today it is just me and um, I've wanted to do this kind of podcast for months and months and months now. And I'll be really honest and say I was way too scared. Just the thought of sitting in front of a microphone by myself um, just talking into it with nobody in front of me, no one to talk to and me just to talk is actually really quite difficult and really scary. So um, please forgive me if it's all a bit random, but I don't know. Here we go. And also as a quick disclaimer, I am very happy that I am working from home today. Uh, however, I do live near a busy road, so I apologise if you can hear some kind of traffic noise. And it is also absolutely lashing it down outside. So if you can hear the pitter patter of rain, again, I apologise. There's nothing I can do. Unfortunately, Mother Nature's uh, taken over my podcast as well today. Um, but other than that, I am amped upon coffee, which for those who know me know is probably not a good idea because I don't really drink coffee at all. I had a one shot coconut latte, which I would normally, if having it, would have like a quarter of a shot or half a shot. So yeah, this is going to be an interesting podcast. It's basically going to be me rambling into a microphone and probably getting on a bit of a rant. But anyway, we're going to do a lot of rambling. I apologise. But I thought it would be really good today just to talk a few things that have been on my mind recently. And... The main things that have been relevant to me, I guess, are stress and overwhelm and stress and lack of sleep. I hate to keep using the word stress like, you know, it is a bit of a negative thing. But at the same time, I think so many people, especially um, my generation, really struggle with this constant chronic stress. And um, I don't really know the cause. It's probably a combination of so many things, but I think social media does have a huge impact. It's, um, yeah, social media must have a definite huge impact. And um, as does technology, you know, smartphones, we just basically never switch off. And I think our brains are just, they're not, they're just not designed for this kind of stimulation. And I was actually listening to a podcast the other day with um, Ruby Wax randomly, who was, oh God, an amazing woman, really, really interesting story. I think it was on Fern Cotton's um, Happy podcast. That was really, really good. But anyway, I'm digressing again. Um, she was saying that basically the technology that has developed over the last few years has just moved so quickly. Um, and yet our brains 
are still living I guess in the stone ages so we can't kind of fathom what's going on and our brains aren't designed to be working under this much um, anxiety and stress and you know our brains aren't designed to be looking at a blue light and we're not meant to be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and Instagram and you know our brain as far as they're concerned is we're trying to find food and stay safe and be happy and instead we've just constantly got this cortisol pumping through our body whether it's you know you're working all day um and then whilst you're in work you're being stimulated by blue light on the screen you're being stimulated by your mobile phone and then I guess when you're on a lunch break you a lot of people are still scrolling at the same time um you just never basically ever switch off um so I think it's uh, it's really important that we're aware of that and we almost give our brains a little bit more time just to um, to catch up and try and not get sucked into that, what I like to call the Instagram vortex of, you know, scrolling where you can just be scrolling or looking on Facebook or whatever social media you're on and it's just never ending, like you just scroll and scroll and scroll. And I really try and stop that. And if I do anything, I'll maybe watch Instagram stories, but I try not to scroll through my feed too much because I do find you're constantly on that comparison, um, like that wave where you almost feel like, uh, not that you're not good enough, but you're just always comparing. And it's, it's really annoying because in the back of your mind, you're thinking this person's probably doesn't look like that in real life or is not as happy as they're making out and it's just a like a literally a snapshot of their life but even even so it's something weird you just still compare yourself and I don't know I don't like that but so I'm trying to I'm trying to stop with the um the endless mindless scrolling to try and reduce stress levels however I I found probably a few weeks ago my stress and sleep just went a little bit haywire and I couldn't figure out why I was so anxious why I was so tired just basically what was going on and I stopped and tried to look into my diet and lifestyle and I guess these are the things that I found that I was doing that I changed and I thought I'd share them with you because I guess, I mean, it happens to everybody, you know, everyone's lifestyle changes depending on what's going on. But these are the things that I really noticed that had a huge impact on my sleep, which then had a huge impact on my stress levels. Because obviously when you're tired and you're stressed, it's really not a good combination. And also I've got a little bit of a sore throat today. So sorry if I'm a bit croaky. Um, Right. So the first thing that I noticed was I was drinking quite a bit of caffeine Um. I love my what I call my fake latte every day Um, and my fake latte is called um, it's called a coffee alternative it's by Whole Foods it looks like coffee granules powder but it's not it's made from um, chicory and malted barley and it basically tastes like a really mellow coffee it's caffeine free and I have it usually with either oat milk or almond milk and a scoop full of inulin powder because inulin is um it's like a a fiber um and you I think you start off with like half a teaspoon or a quarter of a teaspoon and you just build it up I usually use between half a teaspoon and a whole teaspoon it's basically a really good prebiotic not probiotic a prebiotic for your gut um on a side note 
Your probiotics are your healthy bacteria that you put into your gut, which we all need for healthy functioning gut. But the good bacteria need something to live off. And so they need sort of lots of good, healthy foods for them to live off. And that is what the the prebiotic is. So so always people always ask me, what's the difference between pre and probiotic? Your probiotics are the good bacteria that you're putting in. And the prebiotic is the food for them to live off. Most of us get prebiotics from our diet. If your diet is really poor and all of a sudden you start taking probiotics, if you don't if you're not noticing a difference there's a good chance that you're just not getting the prebiotics in your diet and even if you're spending like 60 pound a month on probiotics they will just pass straight through your system really if you've not got the food for them to live off so um that's always a really good important thing that you have some good prebiotics in your diet and for those of you who are interested i stock on my website the beauty chef products which are pre and probiotics built in so it's all in one hit and i love to take those every day but i'm going to get onto that in a minute so back to my coffee um so this is what i normally have is this excuse me this coffee alternative but i found one that contained caffeine and i was like oh that'd be quite nice because i usually have two teaspoons of the caffeine free one i thought maybe if i have um one teaspoon of the caffeinated and one teaspoon of the caffeine free it give me a little bit of a pep when i need it so maybe i'll start having that um so i did and i was having um the caffeinated one of those And then in the afternoon, because I was enjoying the caffeine high, I was having a green tea. I was also maybe twice a week having um, a latte, like an actual coffee, even though it was only half a shot, I was having that as well. And so my caffeine intake really increased to probably about two cups of caffeine a day, which I know is probably nothing to most people, but if you're used to zero caffeine like I am, two cups of caffeine a day is quite a lot and I found that that was having a huge impact on my sleep Um, it also was making me I was having like a slump in the afternoon and then needing another caffeine hit so maybe a green tea to give me a boost again and then by the time I was trying to get to sleep at night I was just I wasn't tired it's like my brain was still going um, and then I couldn't wake up in the morning I felt groggy and it turns out a lot of it was to do with caffeine so if you find that you're struggling with your sleep do look at your caffeine intake even if it is sort of the the good kind of caffeine such as your green teas um, because it's still caffeine and it's still a stimulant and so I would definitely um, say cut back if you can and try if you you know if you like a coffee for me um I can't have coffee really I'm not supposed to have it because I am intolerant to it so that's why this caffeine alternative is really good for me or coffee alternative um is really good for me because it tastes like coffee it's like a really mellow gentle coffee I'm not into my hardcore espressos or anything won't be safe you can already tell how fast I'm talking today because I've had a one-shot latte um so yeah definitely be aware of your caffeine intake and also as a side note something else that I learned about food intolerances was um I had my food intolerances done at natural practices in Oldley Edge I think um November last year and I found it really interesting because a lot of the foods that I was eating I absolutely loved was I was actually intolerant to and um the thing that I learned mostly about food intolerances because I was really run down at this point and I didn't know what else to do because I would say I have a pretty healthy diet um the 
foods that I was intolerant to that I was eating a lot of and these are like healthy things so um, oranges grapes bananas sweet corn tomatoes like loads of normal foods Um, I was having a lot of them because I just you know, I love sweet corn I love grapes all these things and I was getting really run down my skin was just really not in a good place and I couldn't figure out why and apparently if you're constantly eating foods that you're intolerant to your immune system thinks you're constantly putting in bad guys even though it might just be an orange as far as your immune system's concerned you're putting in something that's not so great for your body so it's always fighting these foods that you're intolerant to and then that's how you get quite run down and get ill because your your you know your immune system's basically weakened and, and knackered because you're constantly putting in these foods so as another side note it's always interesting to get a food intolerance test done um just because i i, I would say take it with not a pinch of salt but use your common sense see how you feel after certain foods if they say you're intolerant to you know all these different things try cutting them out and then slowly introducing them and see how your body feels I still eat wheat um because I don't know I like it and I don't find it has a huge impact on my body I think we're all a little bit probably intolerant to gluten but it's just whatever you know works for you use your common sense um but yeah, that's my thing on food intolerances. If you find that you're run down a lot, it might be that you're eating something that's super healthy, but actually not so healthy for your body. So coffee is one of those things for me. Um, So yeah, the first thing I did, I kind of really cut back on my caffeine. I've not had coffee or any caffeine really in a couple of weeks. And that's really, really helped. Hence, I'm off my tits today because as I say, I've had a one shot latte. <laughs> um, The other thing that I wanted to mention was... I used to do a lot of mindfulness and meditation and I found that I was getting out of the habit of it. I think I was just really busy with work. I just didn't have the time. And so if you're struggling a lot with anxiety, meditation can really help because it helps to ground you. And I don't know, it just, it it becomes almost like a habit and the methods that you use when you're doing just 10 minutes of meditation every day it, it kind of I don't know how to describe it you, you then sort of do that in your daily life and you can just find that you can calm down a lot easier when you start to get quite hyped up or quite anxious so um I've started again doing the Headspace app I think I didn't I didn't do it for a few months and I'm trying to be really good now that every single night I do 10 minutes of meditation. I'd love to do it in the morning as well. I find it just, I don't know whether my brain links it to sleep, but I find that it wipes me out in the morning and I almost feel really tired. I think you're also meant to do it in the morning, but for me, I like to do it at the end of the day, almost just to clear my mind before I go to sleep because otherwise my mind just keeps going. And I think when you have your own business as well, there's so many, you just constantly got so many balls in the air that you're, you know, you're juggling everything. It's great just to have something that just stops your brain from doing that. You know, you kind of put all those juggling balls down and just focus on breath, on sounds, on how your body feels. And um, yeah, so I would really recommend regular meditation and mindfulness so the headspace app is brilliant you can just do 10 minutes a night i think it's amazing it's really really helped me and my stress levels there's also the calm app i know a lot of people use i think that's more like um sound so like listening to rain or i don't know 
rain on a tin roof or waves or whatever i personally like a bit more of a um, a guided meditation or being able to hear someone telling me what to do I'm, I'm a lot better under instruction than just listen to random noises because my brain will just wander off which is perfectly normal if your brain wanders but it's always good to try and pull it back so yeah so definitely if you're struggling with sleep or stress get onto some kind of headspace app and I think the headspace app you can just get you can get it for free you don't have to pay for the subscription um I never have done and it's only now that I'm really getting into it that I'm going to start paying um yearly but um you can just do their basics which I think is 10 minutes a day and you get 10 sessions and if you really wanted to you could just probably keep repeating those over and over if you didn't want to have to pay but I think you when you pay for like the subscription it unlocks so many different things which um I personally find really valuable um but I would recommend trying their basics package first which is say it's free and just seeing if you if you think it's worth it and if so then maybe invest another thing that I have done to help me sleep at night is to introduce aromatherapy and room sprays um and just different smells so getting all your senses going I think when we go to bed smells are really important and as soon as you smell something that triggers relaxation um and getting into some kind of sleep routine it just really really helps so i've got room sprays that i use um, that i put on or linen sprays that help me sleep um and then you can always put like a, an oil burner on obviously blow the candle out before you go to bed but if you want to fill the room um using essential oils like mandarin frankincense lavender they're all really nice sedatives and they just really help to to calm your mind and I think it's 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 creating a routine and getting your brain it's like a muscle memory so as soon as you smell those scents you kind of it starts you into sleep mode which I think is, is another reason why you know cleansing before bed especially using the cleansing balm because it just smells so nice um it, it just starts that routine of slowing down shutting off time to go to sleep so um yeah definitely get those all your senses going in the sense of in the sense of um like linen sprays and stuff something that's relaxing obviously I won't be going for like grapefruits and anything that's really stimulating you want your you know your lavenders frankincense something vanilla something that really calms you and calms your space before sleep another thing that I have done is getting back into my supplements I um I went through a phase where I was really good on my supplements and then I started doing what I would call my own version of intermittent fasting, which I guess is basically skipping breakfast for me and eating my lunch or my breakfast just a lot later. I, because I am generally back to back all day in the clinic, I don't have a lot of time for lunch. So when I do, I tend to have it really early because after that, I'm just say I'm back to back all day. So I was finding that I was waking up by the time I'd got ready for work, I was having my breakfast and then getting to work setting up and then having my lunch and I was just consuming a lot of calories in a very short space of time so now I wake up I always take my probiotics my beauty chef probiotics that is super easy as well because you can have them on an empty stomach I think they work probably work better on an empty stomach so I've been having those first thing in the morning that's super easy but then when it comes to taking the rest of my supplements ideally you want some food in your stomach and I remember someone saying like a piece of toast or a cereal bar really isn't enough you need something a bit more substantial than that so if you don't have any breakfast then you do want to be having it 
um with your lunch say and it just it just slipped basically I'll be honest so I'm back into it I um obviously as I say I take my probiotics every day but I'm getting back into um I take my skin aid every day I also have other supplements I like an extra booster um I have zinc I have um cranberry extract which is good if you struggle with cystitis UTIs and I was also really low on vitamin D, probably because I sit in a darkened room all day like some kind of vampire. Um, so I was getting all those extra supplements as well and they have definitely helped. The other thing that I was really disappointed with was I was taking maca. Um, I found that my hormones were a little bit all over the show and they have been for quite some time now. And um, maca is a adaptogen and it can really help to balance hormones and so I started taking that in my coffee alternative um every day so I started off with a quarter of a teaspoon went to half a teaspoon and then I think you just basically can build up to a full teaspoon and for about three months I was having maca powder every single day and don't get me wrong people swear by maca powder for so many different things and I I googled it um after being on it for about two two and a half months three months and um everyone was like oh my god maca powder saved my hormones it's amazing um it's made everything back to normal uh, but i couldn't figure out why firstly my periods were like i had a 42 day cycle which i am quite irregular but that is really irregular for me and also i was i was kind of like quite jittery really anxious just not feeling myself and i thought i wonder if it is anything to do with this maca because at the end of the day, even though it's just a supplement, if you're putting something in your body every single day, it's, it's going to have some kind of impact. So when I did my research on it, as I said, everyone was like raving about it. It's amazing. It's really helped. And then there was just this one blog post that I found. Um, I couldn't even tell you what the blog was. That's really bad. Um, but yeah, I found this one blog post where this girl was like the truth about Maca and how it sent her crazy. And I was like, wow okay and then when I scrolled down in the comments was that all these people going oh my god it sent me crazy it sent me crazy it doesn't work for me people say it's amazing it didn't work for me and so I stopped it and that has really really helped believe it or not I would say use it if it if it helps you that's amazing but say for me unfortunately it it didn't so that was another reason I think I was a little bit jittery and all over the place and I struggled to get my words out anyway, but I was really struggling when I was on Maca. So that's another thing. If you are taking any adaptogens, ashwagandha as well is, is another one that can be really quite potent. You don't want to OD on it. Just see how you feel. But if you do feel like you're not 100% like you, it might be something to do with the supplements that you're taking. And finally, um, my yoga went a little bit off and my Pilates, I was... Um, as much as I was doing like still doing my Pilates I was finding that uh, it was either you know it was Easter so we had all the bank holidays and I tend to do my yoga on Mondays and Fridays I have a private session on a Thursday I do Pilates as well on a Friday so Good Friday obviously was I didn't do any and then Easter and May bank holidays so I was missing quite a few yoga sessions a week and then I think I had to cancel the odd session and my girls had to cancel because they were going away and it just all threw it off and I found that had a huge impact on so many aspects of my life and you know exercise and movement has such an impact on everything to do with your body and so listen I'm not saying you have to do yoga or you have to do pilates but 
you do ideally have to move a little bit especially if you find that you're sat at a desk a lot you know even just going for a walk after dinner going for a run doing a yoga class going to the gym whatever it is swimming I don't know but moving your body is just so important and for me when I'm not doing my yoga every day or I don't know three or four times a week I really notice it and um yeah so I started trying to be more on my yoga practice so if for whatever reason I couldn't get to a class I was doing some at home as well either doing my own practice that kind of freestyle or um doing a youtube video with yoga which um i love yoga with adrienne she's fantastic and i've just started doing um cat methens uh, some of her yoga classes as well online which are really good but yoga with adrienne is just oh she's just amazing so i'll try and remember to link all those below if you um if you want to have a watch see still can't get my words out so they're kind of the main things that i've found had a huge impact on my sleep which then i guess had an impact on my stress levels when you're not sleeping that has a huge impact on so many things and um, your skin as well and your eyes that the skin around your eyes has a huge impact on um and when your skin or when you are tired your skin looks tired it goes quite dull um you can get fine lines dehydration all those different things so sleep has a huge huge impact i mean i'm sure you're aware if you're tired or anyone who's had babies will know how groggy you feel when you've um not had a good night's sleep so i think it's really important if you can do as many things that, that will work for you to help you sleep so as I say for me it was reducing my caffeine intake it was doing more meditation triggering my senses of the sense of smell before bed as well with the linen sprays and aroma blends um supplements and using the supplements that really suit my body made me feel good and then finally moving my body working working walking running yoga all those things so um yeah they're my top tips I guess for getting a good night's sleep and how important it is so thank you so much for listening to this podcast today I hope you found it interesting I yeah I, I've, I've been so nervous about doing this I don't know why it's actually quite enjoyable and it's not a massively long one either which makes change for me because I do like to ramble but for all of you who have been so kind as to get to this point in the podcast I'm going to give you a discount code to use on my website and it will give you 10% off the beauty chef products and all of my skincare range as well including the toy apothecary and the emmeline choice skincare range and that voucher code is pod 10 so in capital letters p-o-d and then the numbers one and zero so pod 10 put that in your uh, the discount code and you should get 10 percent off and don't forget if you are spending more than 50 pounds you will get free delivery as well so yeah i think that's all i'm gonna say today thank you so much for listening um this was really exciting and yeah i hope you can give me some kind of feedback as to your thoughts of this if you have to be negative then be negative but please don't put it in the reviews just send me an email I'd really appreciate that (laughs) so um yeah thank you so so much for listening have a really great day and I will see you next time